In today's episode, we're speaking to Susan Kennard. Susan is known as a spiritual scientist and therefore she understands that people like herself like evidence. Susan bridges the science and the spiritual closing the gap of skepticism with her intuitive skills and scientific knowledge. As a psychologist, physiotherapist, and neuropsychologist, she blends these science skills with her inner work and intuition to help understand the best way people can heal from within. And on today's episode, we're speaking to Susan about how your life mission equals to your success. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the beautiful, the amazing, the magical Susan Kenrod. Welcome, Susan. Oh, thank you, girl. Lovely to be back. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming back. We had such an amazing conversation with you on Friday feature. We had to have you back on my talkies. But before we begin, once again, Susan, tell everybody in your own words what it is that you do. Sure. So I'm a spiritual scientist. That's how I'm known. And the reason for that is because my background is very traditional in science. And I incorporate that with my channel to source and my ability to see into the body. And I'm a psychic. Wonderful. So fellow psychic, I'm also psychic, which is amazing. That's why we have such a wonderful connection. So Susan, today we're talking about how your life mission equals success. We were talking about success off camera. Now, why do you believe that? Let's explain the title of the topic. Why do you believe your mission is equal to success? What I believe in a shortened sentence is literally that when you align, when you truly align to what you are meant to do in this Mm. world, the universe lines up Mm. with you and creates every pathway, every person, every opportunity, everything for you once you're aligned you have to keep aligning as you know you and I both know you have to keep tweaking and keep keep aligning and once you're aligned to that then you truly are in your success wonderful and what when you say mission what's your definition of life mission it doesn't have to be what we do so mission to me is really what lights you up so when you feel that that excitement, that lit up feeling within you, you truly know that you're living something that is your joy. You know, you and I were both um, parents, we have children, and that's what I talk to my children about. If that lights you up, then do it, Mm. you know, because obviously that's your soul talking to you. You know, the body's the barometer of the soul and your body is hearing that as well. And so you are literally hearing what your soul is trying to tell you and it might not be what we do it might not be being a psychic or a channel or a teacher or anything it might be something completely different but if it lights you up and you feel that sense of the guides are saying oneness okay oneness with the world oneness with the universe then you're pretty sure that you're on the right track i agree now, somebody, I mean, most of the people who listen to this podcast are really on in the entrepreneurial niche. 
there are other people who have transitioned from the corporate world um, and or those who are thinking about it. Mm. And especially for those who are thinking about it, they may say, well, it's mm-hmm. all well and good for you, Gul, and uh, you for Susan, because you've, you know, you've, you've got to your, you know, you're financially stable and you've done well. Yeah. How yeah. does someone who's thinking about it, who really feels, I mean, you both, you and I both are taking completely different roles. You've come from a science background and you're, you're working intuitive, intuitively in, as a psychic. And other things. And mm-hmm. um, my background is I'm a lawyer, and that too is a banking finance mm. lawyer. And I'm working <laughs> as an intuitive healer, so completely different areas. <laughs> Yet um, we had a calling, yeah. and we were discussing before the awakening um, of our yeah. you know, being becoming aware of our life mission. How does someone mm. take that leap of faith when they they know they've sure. had the spiritual awakening, they've understood that that's not the life path, be whatever it is. Maybe you know music, maybe yeah. singing, maybe I don't know carpentry, maybe. Mm some other something else creative with their sure. hands maybe you know becoming a painter or whatever or writer for that matter they know so there's somebody listening who who knows in the heart of the hearts that they're in the wrong mm-hmm. profession they are not meant to be doing yeah. this they're meant to serve the humanity through a different form through a different creative yeah how do they take that leap of faith what should they do sure i mean i work with people with that all the time and you know i have someone i'm working with at the moment and she she started off um, by staying in her profession, staying mm. in her job, and she retrained and, and decided to, to work, you know, um, as a coach. Um, mm. And she retrained and she started to see clients in her time, like her weekends, mm. or she started to create a business on the side. Um, some people call it a sidekick. Mm. And I'm never an advocate of quitting jobs Mm. right there are reasons why people want to do that at the moment you know we're recording this in 2021 and and I get it but I'm never an advocate of quitting jobs and the reason why is because when you feel financially that you cannot put the lights on or Mm. pay your bills or your mortgage then you are not in your creative flow Agreed. So I always believe that our creative flow is us. It's our divine birthright. You know, we're here to serve humanity and however that's meant to be, but it's baby steps. So if you're in a corporate job or you're, you know, working wherever you're working and you feel you can't get out of it because financially you wouldn't be able to pay, you know, where you live or the school fees or whatever it is. Yeah. Dear to heart, that, mm. that, that part. Um, then you, you step into it and find something that lights you up maybe you do a meditation course maybe you um do an art course as girl was saying um maybe you do something that is um charity maybe you you volunteer somewhere maybe you find something that allows you to see your job as something that is an amazing vehicle to lead you to the next step so rather than saying, I hate my job, I hear this all the time, I hate my job, I hate my job, actually shift that around and focus on something else. Maybe, you know, be in nature. I know people say that all the time, but we live by the sea. It's amazing. Mm. Um, I take the puppy for a walk by the sea, you know, get that amazing nature feeling. But find something that truly lights you up. And what's actually coming to me as I'm, as I'm saying this, so my guides are kind of stepped right in, is saying that actually gratitude, mm. um, being, yeah, it's kind of a nice reminder, you know, being grateful 
for you, sometimes it's hard, but grateful for one or two things in your life. So grateful for your children, grateful for um, the support you get, grateful for this podcast that you've listened to it right at the right moment when you needed to hear this message. You know, grateful for, you know, where you live, you know, whatever it might be. Okay. Mm. Grateful for an animal you have. That gratitude vibration allows you to create more of that vibration and that's unconditional love Mm. so that brings you to a place where you start to get a bit more intuition you know and that's just the first baby step if you're in a job that you really know is not your mission Mm. I think this is very important so two things come to mind first of all I love the idea of being being in the energy of gratitude you have to be in the state of gratitude. If you're in the state, if the energy of, uh, if your vibration is of complaining and, you know, mm-hmm. lack and scarcity, you will attract more of it. So that's the first point, being in the state of gratitude for having the job and for, for you know, for mm-hmm. being able to be in the, in, in a privileged position to be able to have afford everything you want to buy at the moment, at the moment. Exactly. But yeah. I, I do agree with you there that, you know, you have to, um, swap your the way of thinking so you have to change your mindset around about okay what's missing and focus on what you have and then pivot okay what else do I yeah. want to add in and that's very very important to have now mm-hmm. I, I also want to add something to this that I, I don't practice as a lawyer anymore and I've started, I haven't been working as a lawyer now for a good 15 years coming up to no 14 years now and I didn't um, I, I, I came I left at for maternity for my daughter and never went back just for various reasons Mm. But um, so I haven't used my legal skills in the legal profession for the last mm-hmm. 14 years yet. Every single day, there's an there's a skill or talent that I picked up from my either training or my experience that I incorporate yeah. into my day to day life right now. And even, yeah. even my ability, because I take very complex, I have a, something that I've learned, um, take very complex ideas simplify them for people so that in my 10-year-old son can see them can understand this is what I did in my book mm-hmm. and this is a skill that I learned as a barrister so we we've trained to take yes. really complex legal ideas simplify them for a lay clients actually have a discussion with, with the solicitors about it and at the same time speak very professionally to the judges and as we need to to discuss the matter mm-hmm. plus with the colleagues mm-hmm. so you're able to speak to different people at different level with a different terminology to explain mm-hmm. the matters as clearly and succinctly as possible. A skill that I have and I would not have if I had not gone through my legal training. And it's vital for my current role yeah. because otherwise, you know, some of the concepts we talk about are very, very, you know, they're very complex. Someone like you would understand. But explaining those things to somebody mm-hmm. who's new to this, they, it will go over yeah. the head and they won't understand and they will switch off. It's vital that we're able to communicate at the level where people are at the moment. A skill yeah. that I had to, I would have to learn now, but I have that ingrained in me because of my training. Mm-hmm. So you probably have so many skills that you've picked up by being in the current profession where you are, where you don't want to be, mm-hmm. but you can use those skills for your new life purpose. I think this is something that you can definitely be grateful for. You don't even know what the skills you've definitely. Like speaking, for example, speaking yeah. skills. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I worked in child protection for. 15 years as a trauma specialist Mm. I had to run groups I had to hold things I had to create do research all sorts of stuff which I don't do exactly that now Mm. but I I transferred like you did transferred all those skills and I worked on a platform in London as a medium that was my speaking started my speaking career I didn't know that at the Mm. time but that allowed me to have that feeling that I could stand on the stage and speak right and so if you're you know if you're listening to this as as Gail's saying it's like listening to this and saying well actually 
yeah, I've got all these skills. I've got all these maybe degrees, qualifications, you know, um, but actually I want to shift completely. That's not a waste. Mm. You know, where you are now is where you are now and where you're meant to be. Exactly. And then just to relook at it, you know, and, and just, yeah, I think that's a really important thing is just to say, don't, don't pull the rug to share. Just think what's the next step for me. Agreed. And I think we were speaking off camera, but, you know, we we, the, we we touched upon the fact that you are brought to where you are. You are meant to be where you're meant to mm. be right now. And even your life path, I mean, sometimes even being grateful for that, because you and I both came from abusive relationships, but mm. instead of being bitter and upset about it, uh, you know, we both are very grateful for it because it shaped mm-hmm. us to be who people we are. And I, I exactly. certainly would not be doing this had I not been through that trauma. And I don't think you either. So even right. in looking back in hindsight, I can even be grateful for that abusive relationship because it put mm-hmm. me on my life mission to do yeah. what I'm doing at the moment, to do, to love my clients, to love my work, to have passion for it. And to be paid And to be empowered. And to be empowered, well, yeah. Key, th- key thing as well, if you're a man or a woman listening yeah. to this, actually that power is within. Yeah. And if, if for some reason the job you're in or the relationship you're in or whatever it might be, mm. um, is dampening down your true inner power. Mm. Imagine how you're going to be when you step out of that closet, the spiritual closet, let's say, you know, and you step into your mission. That is just, you know, an incredible place to be. Exactly. But Mm. I think, I think two things. First of all, and well, uh, well, hang on a minute. Let, let me step back and say, <laughs> what if somebody doesn't understand the mission? What if they say, mm, Susan, this sounds sure. really great. And, um, you know, I love I love what you say. I don't like my job. I hate my job. I'm bored mm. of it. But mm. I don't know what my life mission is. So how can someone even work out what is their life mission and what should they be doing? When I speak to people that are in that, those professions, yeah, mm. and they're, they're in the professions, maybe working with money or trading or whatever it might be, um, and I say to them, find one thing in that job that you really like. It's mm. always working with people. Mm. It's always the communication with their clients, you know, maybe even if they don't meet them. It's always that. It's always the humanity part yeah. that people get lit up by. Well, actually, I really love helping them with this, mm. but I don't like that part, you know. And it's like, so it always seems to be that aspect of humanity and we were talking off air about you know actually having that vision for another but having that vision for society or humanity Mm. and I think that that is um, a really key thing so there will be something in your job that actually does light you up it's just because it's got to the point where your soul is talking to you and saying this is not your path, this is not your path, and you just need to listen to it. And it makes you feel really low in your energy because it's like a drudgery every day or you just feel like it's something that you really find really difficult to do every day. Yeah, and it lowers your energy. That's why you're feeling that way. But there will be something in that job that you love. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. 
and okay, so if I, if I have, um, for example, just using me as an example, I'm in this banking finance um, in a sector and I, I hate my job. I hate the admin. I hate all the contracts. And it sounds really sexy, but it's not. It's just me and stuck in, a, in, a, in an office <laughs> dealing with a you know, gazillion contracts and numbers and whatnot. But I, I enjoy the interaction with my colleagues. I enjoy the, you know, the presentations. I enjoy the speaking element mm. of it. But I enjoyed those parts. So I, I can find things I'm grateful for my current job, but I still have no clue what is my life mission. Yeah. How do I work out what is my life mission? So it's about what lights you up. Mm. So when you think about when you think about doing one of those things, say it is doing the presentations mm. or conversing and helping a colleague that mm. might be in your desk next door to you, mm. um, does that light you up? Mm. if that lights you up then you can be sure that that's part of your mission but I do need to say that mission changes it doesn't mean that if you are we know that right so it doesn't mean that if you are um, lit up by that aspect that that won't change later on it just means Mm. that that's your stepping stone yes that's 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 the important thing to remember for sure for sure yeah you and I both know that our missions have changed as as we've grown mm-hmm. and developed as people. And I know yeah. for a fact that, I mean, my my first mission has, um, my first mission was just to make sure that I make my kids go back in their schools. Um, and then as time progressed, it's now, I believe, I truly believe I was meant to be an advocate for money. So I, I call myself an advocate for money. Um, I am a lawyer still, but I'm half money now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm an advocate for money. But uh, my long-term vision and my long-term mission is to to help children. I'm a big, uh, big believer of empowering children with education and, and life skills that yeah. they can develop and, and help themselves and build a better society. I really believe children are the future. Yeah. And without educating children um, adequately and giving them like nutrition and love, not just education, but love as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's essential for us to have yeah. a, a viable society to leave behind. So that's my life mission. And there are the teachers, reason, right? Our teachers, exactly. leaders, exactly. thought leaders, and boy, we need some good ones of those, right? Oh, definitely. At the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we definitely do. <laughs> so, so, so there this, we are. So that's my life mission, and just not just for my kids, because I can see my kids growing up very soon, and I've done the best I can with them. But I also mean mm. extending to other children. I don't want to have any more kids, but I do want to adopt kids and maybe mm. foster mm. and so forth. So I have this idea, this is my life mission. Hence, mm. the reason why I want to, um, you know, I do, I am very ambitious in terms of making money. But the money, there's a reason for it. It's not for me to get the other car. There's nothing this wrong with the getting key. the other This, this the is key. the key. Yeah. And yeah so it, absolutely. Uh, this is so important. You, you, you get, once you get through, and there's no harm, by the way, in wanting the mm. car, wanting the house, wanting the, right. uh, the traveling. There's nothing absolutely. wrong with that. It's actually good. It's good for you to experience that mm. physically. But then once you've done all of that, and once you've attained that, you will be given a grander, larger vision, a larger yes. mission. Whereas for mm-hmm. me, I now and and now, even though I still had to have the full picture, but begin snippets of it. So, um, I did think I would ever move out of the country, and I was talking to you off off the camera. Yeah, yeah. I've now got the vision of you know I'm I'm going to move um to other parts, probably warmer, a lot warmer parts of the world where I can have. <laughs> yeah, know, we're in the UK, <laughs> and you know, so it's where I can actually put mm. a base down and start building this mission of 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 kids and helping kids and whatever else because my work is I don't have to be based in one location I can be anywhere I'm location free right. but this is where slowly over time your mission will be given to you and all the pieces yeah. will come together 
this is where faith comes in. But you have to take the initial step. If I didn't, if I look back at, you know, 2016, when I made the decision, or, oh, you know, 2016, I was too messed up, I was too good to divorce. 2017, I made the decision not going to law again and, and doing this professionally. I could not fathom that this would be my vision. I was just focused on making sure there's food on the table. Now it's a complete different mission. When you say it, this mission yeah. and the vision evolve, well, it's an evolvement, isn't mm-hmm. it? You just said, yeah. So it evolves, doesn't it, girl? Mm-hmm. It's like it it's evolves into the next aspect. It's not like it's a different mission, yeah. But it's an evolvement of your mission, and mm-hmm. you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, how do I start? Well, you just start by you've listened to this and actually it may, might make sense to you. It might have seeded something within your soul mm. um, that was already talking to you anyway. Exactly. And and so, you know, it might be worth doing some inner work because I find that the inner work is the key to the outer experience. Of so course. we, you know, with that vibrational match, walking around the world, you know, in this beautiful vibration and what our outside world is showing us is a reflection of our inner belief. Mm. And that's a good one to pause on because you can look at what is going on in your outside world. I mean, your bank account, I mean, your relationships, I mean, mm. how you feel about yourself, etc. This is your outside world. It's never outside. It's actually a reflection of your inner world. Inner world. Yeah. So that, you know, that internal inside job, we call it, it's like working, doing the inside job allows you to create that external so mostly that comes down to those parts of you that are talking to you these inner children these parts of you these aspects that are outside of you saying oh I'm not you know I've got a wall up I can't possibly do that I'll just stay in this it's what I need to do to pay the bills Mm. you know um, that wall that emotional wall is just it's not really there it's just from a moment in time where you felt disconnected to your true source within. Mm. And so we never are disconnected. It's just that moment in time that we felt it. So because we felt we were disconnected, we were on our own in that second, that moment, the wall goes up and we don't want to live behind that wall anymore. You know, that wall just prevents us from being the best version of ourselves. And so when that inner work is done, the emotional wall process is really powerful. Mm. But when that inner work is done, that wall isn't there anymore. And we're stepping into that new threshold of freedom. And that freedom within allows that sense of just an inner knowing of what is next and living in that present moment. We spoke about off air, I think, mm. you know, living in that present moment of trust. And yeah, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it's not something that we quickly wave a wand or click our fingers. But what does happen overnight is the decision to make a change. Agreed. And I think that is mm-hmm. key, really. It is. And I think that this, this um, what you mentioned about this disconnection with source, this disconnection mm-hmm. with divine energy, that I think is always an illusion. There is no disconnection. Mm-hmm. There can never be in disconnection. Absolutely. We are always connected to God, divine energy, Allah, mm-hmm. whatever name you give to divine energy for me. I, I, you know, when I'm teaching, I say divine synergy, but when I, when I refer to it, I'm a practicing Muslim for me, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can never disconnect from source energy because you're always connected. The spirit is constantly communicating with source energy. So the disconnection is an illusion. 
given Absolutely. to you by your lower ego self that I'm alone mm-hmm. here by myself. You're never alone. You always have your guides and angels and device studies is always there to support you and protect you. But you have to use your willpower to make those decisions for yourself. You can yeah. choose to live from a lower ego self or you can live from a higher self. Now, wouldn't you agree? It, you know, we have so many distractions now, Susan. I think it's even mm. more difficult for people to find that connection with divine source energy unless they actively take meditation and prayer times or whatever the way they connect to divine source energy. Yeah. You need to take that time to, you know, bring back that connection to your conscious awareness. Not that not yeah. say that you're disconnected all the time, but it's the fact that you, you're consciously not aware of that connection. And you have to make you know daily practices either through meditation or prayers or yeah. something. Wouldn't you agree? Because otherwise the phone's yeah. there, the TV is there. It doesn't take long. Mm. It doesn't take long. It literally, you know, you know, when we talk about the word meditation, mm. um, in the old days, you know, when I learned meditation, transcendental TM, it was, oh, you had to say it 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening. I was like, well, actually, most people now mm. do not have 20 minutes in the morning or mm. they don't make 20 minutes in mm. the morning, 20 minutes. You know what? In one moment, you could come. I mean, I don't know if, if it's okay to do this, girl, but I could just take everyone through just a one moment connection. Would that yeah, be not? okay? So, so what I'm going to say is, if you're listening to this on when you're driving down in a car, then you can put, okay. you can pause it for the moment. If you're if you're cooking or mm. if you're doing any operating any heavy machinery, then if you want to pause and come back to this section mm-hmm. afterwards, then that'd be great. And for those just mm-hmm. listening, then yeah, please go ahead. I think it's a yeah, great experience. For it will just be just be a, literally a few moments, but yeah, absolutely take responsibility for your own well being, right? Mm. Uh, so the way that I, I would do this is um, just get people to put their hands on their heart if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, just that action of hands on the heart connects us with that heart space. Mm-hmm. And then I'll keep my eyes open for this, but you can close your eyes if you feel you want to do that. And then just to breathe in through the nose and then out through the mouth a few times. We're connecting with our higher self when we are connecting with the breath so we can do that a few times and then just to imagine and even if you can't see you can just imagine that underneath your hands is a beautiful golden light and this golden light could be sparkly and fresh and expansive and as you start to breathe and connect with that golden light you start to remember who you truly are which is this divine being of light, just choosing to be human right now in this moment. And then you can take it even further and you can connect with a star under your feet, which is your earth star. Remember to breathe. And as you connect with your earth star, you're connecting with manifesting in human form, supported by Mother Earth and Gaia. And then imagine a star above your head, and this is your soul star, and this connects you to the unified light of consciousness, your true God self source energy. And then you can imagine a beautiful beam of light coming down from this soul star, through the soul star, through your crown, all the way through your body. And as you do that, you start to connect more deeply with that inner guidance. And so here, you could ask, what do I need to know? And you just listen. And sometimes you'll get an answer in your mind, which might be a knowing. Sometimes you'll hear it. 
sometimes you'll just feel it. And sometimes you'll just have this essence that you know that you're not on your own. And with beautiful angels and guides, you can ask to step in behind you. Know that you've always got your support. And that just took about a minute and a half. And so I'm actually, the Earth Star Soul Star is one of my favorite grounding, connecting processes that I Mm -hmm. do in all my courses with all my clients. And it's just a really quick way. But even if you don't have time to do that, you can just connect with the heart. And by connecting with the heart, you're coming back to that soul self, that heart center. Mm-hmm. Because when we make decisions from the heart, we're making those decisions from a place of inner knowing and not our head, and not the TV, not someone else's thoughts. And we just come into that space just for a moment. Whew. So... Mm-hmm. What amazing thing. Yeah. And I really resonate with that. I I use something similar where we connect mm-hmm. from above and below and the you know, above being masculine energy and below mm-hmm. being the, the feminine energy and combining the two and obviously connecting through your heart. So yeah, something very similar to ground you and exactly. then actually manifesting from that space or actually whatever questions or anything that you need to ask, ask yeah. you from that space. So yeah, that was beautiful. I really, really loved it. And so that's a great point to end on. So Susan, tell mm-hmm. us, how can we connect with you on the internet? How can we find you? Sure. Uh, my website is a great place. It's just my name, Susan Kennard, and then it's dot, uh, co.uk, so co.uk, so susankennard.co.uk, and my name across all social media. And I have a podcast called The Spiritual Awakener, which I'm hoping Gal will, will come on and I would love to. feature on my podcast, <laughs> The Spiritual Awakener across all podcast platforms. And I have a YouTube channel, which is also my name, and I go weekly um, I do a weekly live where I do a process or a meditation or I talk about something that the guides want me to share. Fantastic. Yeah. So if you're what if you're listening to this on the podcast, all the links that Susan just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all the links to Susan's blog. Do go check her out. She is one kick-ass lady and someone that I recently came in, into contact with and I've fallen in love with. She's amazing. So do go check her out. She's amazing. And Susan, thank you for being such an amazing guest for our Money Talkies again. Thank we you, have to you. have you back. We need to have another conversation at some point. Okay, my love. Thank you. Maybe when my book gets published next year, we'll have a oh, conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll love to have you back and talk about your book then. Thank you so much. And thank you for <laughs> thank listening you to me and uh, Susan on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest picking their brains and looking for those golden nuggets of information to help you and I build a better business and become more abundant. Until the next time you meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.